This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. It's episode 157 of Small Talk. Steve Cerruti and Michelle Smallman are here. Steve, Happy New Year. I mean, it's January 21st. It's the first time we're doing a podcast in 2022, and we're way past the threshold where Happy New Year is appropriate. But since we haven't spoken since really New Year's Eve, Happy New Year, bud. Glad to be back here on the pod. Glad to be chatting with you. You too. I'm actually pumped. And um, I'm kind of glad that, not that we took the hiatus, but I don't like the month of January because it's, it's the re- um, resolution month, right? And I don't do yeah, resolutions. Yeah. So why don't we just skip to February when everyone starts being their old self? That's what I want. I want the real version of everybody. So the closer to February we get, the better it is. But it's good to be back. I missed you. I missed doing the pod. Um, shout out to everyone who was like, where the hell have you guys been? Um, but we do have actually, I have a lot of things that I want to get to. Uh, so this should be kind of a fun pod. Including, um, I wanted to update you that uh, the other day I did the red Taylor's version Peloton ride with Robin. I know it, it came out a few months ago, but I finally got okay. around to it. I haven't and done it. You should, although I don't know that I needed ten minutes of um, all too well in the middle there. It just, it just wasn't the vibe I was going for Peloton yeah. style. But you know, we had a couple other good stay, stay, stay was in there. So I've been on my Peloton vibe. I'm trying to do that. Trying to get in shape. Um, not that it's a resolution, but. Um, but yeah, man, happy to, you know, happy to be back and happy to be chatting with you. I know you don't do resolutions, but do you have a goal, a 2022 goal or aspiration? Probably to like work less. I don't know. <laughs> it's just been a it's been a busy couple of months and uh, trying to relax. I always do this thing where like I flirt with, oh, you know, Maddie, do you think we could maybe like give up carbs for the month or, you mm-hmm. know, maybe we should go uh, vegetarian for the month? I've always said that I could I could be a vegetarian, but it's not. I just don't want to think of meals that are vegetarian. Like if I had a personal chef, I could be vegetarian because I think vegetarian things are very good. But right. I don't want to cook things that are vegetarian. I don't want to think of instant, you know cool recipes. I could never be vegan. So I've kicked around different diets and things like that. It's never gonna happen. It's just not. Gonna, you know me. It's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like to be. I like to get in better shape. So I'm trying to. I'm, you know, we're doing the Peloton a little bit more. Um, it's been tough though because I don't know how you feel, but. I'm just in the house all the time. I know you at least get out to go to work. It's freezing cold here. There's no reason to be yeah. outside. We can't even take the dogs for a walk. So this is really the, what's the, what's the phrase for when people are on a ship um, and they're like stuck on the ship and they have, can't think of what the hell it is. They're moored? Um, no, no. Like, you know, when people, they're stuck, they, it's when people, when they would sail across the Atlantic ocean, they would get, they, they oh, called right. it something because they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Um, Stir crazy. That's not what it is. But anyway, that's how I feel right now because I can't, I don't really go anywhere. And it's snowed a few times here. So not much to do, unfortunately. I hope your life is a little bit more exciting than mine. Uh, Well, the first thing that came up when I Googled what you just said, Steve, was uh, hostage. So let's. No, 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 I have not been taken hostage. I promise I'm here on my my free will. But yeah. Yeah, things are good here. I have never worked out less in my entire life than I have in the past few weeks. I think I've worked out one day a week, which has been very liberating for me. I feel like all I do is watch games and work and then lay on the couch wrapped in my robe and 17 blankets because it's so cold. I just, I can't muster up the energy to get on the Peloton. I can't, I go to- Oh, you uh, haven't been on the grind? You have not been on the grind? No, have not been on the grind. I know I'm getting ready to go on vacation and normally pre-vacation Michelle is trying to lose weight because I know I'm going to gain a bunch on the trip. So I'm trying, I always try to play for the tie pre-vacation. Mm-hmm. Michelle is just like, couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. This is going to be actually like 2022. Michelle is just like, couldn't care less. That's just kind of my vibe going into anything now. I don't know what happened to me, but I just have stopped trying to cater to other people's needs. Like I, of course, want to be considerate of others. Is that your resolution? 
Well, yeah, because I just feel like, especially women, we tend to defer to others. And we're more concerned about the perception of ourselves sometimes and actually doing what serves us. And so now I'm just saying no a lot. I've been trying to do that in 2021, but in 2022, I just feel like I'm saying what I feel. If I like somebody will ask you if you want to go out to dinner and you're just like, nah, I'm good. No, no explanation. (laughs) Someone said, asked me to do something the other day. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. What did they ask you to do? Was it like a friendly thing, a work thing? It was like, will you spend the time to meet with this person? And I just was like, no. And they go, do you have something going on? Like, is this a different day? Would you you like to explain that? I go, I just, I don't want to do that. I respect that a lot of it. The person looked so taken aback. And I was just like, what is so wrong with saying no? It would have just been a waste of time. I was like, why don't we circle back if there's movement on anything? But I don't want to waste a couple hours of my day for something that is not going to be beneficial for me. And it's shocking how people react to that. People are like, they're uncomfortable. What? What do you mean? No. I'm also just saying how I feel. I'm just being super honest and it feels very liberating. But I also kind of feel like it's a carriage that will turn into a pumpkin. And then come June, everyone's going to be like, Michelle is an ass. Like- they also, but, but here's the thing people will stop asking you to do things if you do that. Yeah. Right. And that can be a good thing. It can be a good thing or a bad thing. It's a friend thing. And people are like, all right, we're going to stop asking Michelle to come around because she keeps, you know, she keeps telling us no. Um, but no, my friends. I don't know. I think I think it's it, in the long run, it's going to draw like a pretty harsh line. So people are going to not ask you things unless they really need it or unless they really need something from you. So I'm all about this. Some people are uncomfortable with just being harshly honest. Mm-hmm. And but I've, I've always said this. Would you rather someone, for example, use the term, let's circle back, right? That's basically a code for I don't really care about whatever this is. We're basically putting this on the back burner. And if I forget about it, I forget about it, right? If someone's like, hey, Michelle, do you want to hang out? And you're like, yeah, I'm just like really busy this week. Like, let's circle back. But you never actually have any interest in or intention to hang out with them. Or if they just straight up said to you, or if you just said to them, no, like, I'm good. I don't want to hang out. I'd rather the person tell me no, because then I at least know where I stand. I'm not wasting my time. So, but not everybody can handle that. So you're right. People will resent you. But I think for your own health and honestly, for everyone else's lack of wasting time, it's probably the most productive thing you could do. A hundred percent. Do we need to set up a 15 minute call to preface a meeting that we're going to have? No. The pre-meeting, the meeting for the meeting. (laughs) I don't need it. I'm going to say no. I will speak to you at the meeting, right? But I listened to this podcast, Steve, that Oprah did, who obviously is my queen. Love some Oprah over here. And she was talking about boundaries and about setting boundaries and how as you advance in your career, you really have to set boundaries because as soon as you say yes, you're inviting people to ask you for more. She's like, it's never going to be one yes. There's multiple yeses. So like the example that she gave was if someone asks you to host an event and you say yes, then they're going to ask you to cut a commercial. Then they're going to ask you to sit on the board. Then they're going to ask you to donate money. And obviously it's like very hyper specific to Oprah, but if you say, I will well, and do you this. don't sell yourself short. Come on. Well, You're hosting events no. and doing things. Well, yeah, You're doing commercials. Like, a little bit, which is yeah, amazing. Yeah, opportunity. What's up? But that was just her yeah, I know saying, saying that people will take advantage of your generosity unless you set boundaries. And so she was like, I will say things like I will host the event and only the event. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will do it this year. She's drawing lines. She draws lines with things. Yes. And people need to respect that. And I was thinking about 
so many women I know are people pleasers, right? We don't like people to be upset with us. We don't like conflict. We don't like uncomfortable situations. And I just have, this is going to sound so morbid, Steve, but I just have been like, we are all going to die. I do not know how much time I have left on this earth. The clock is ticking. I'm not going to the pre-meeting. I'm not doing the, the 15 minute pre-meeting before the yeah. meeting. I'm just going to say, I kind of think that this is a waste of time unless it's imperative. Can we just speak later? And it's been very liberating. And it's again, taking people aback a little bit, but that's my, that's my goal for 2022 is just be more authentic and like set boundaries. Yeah. And I think that doesn't make you like a mean person. I mean, people might think like, oh, Michelle, like, she's hard to deal with. She says no all the time, but I don't know. At some point you got to put your own priorities first. Right. And yeah, you know, I think one of the things that's interesting about in me working from home for as long as I have now is you do kind of prioritize, like you, you can work a lot more, but I think it's nice to be like, all right, this meeting's over. Like we're in, everybody's in a zoom. There's nothing else to say. Let's just get out of the zoom instead of, you know, the typical eight hour workday where like, I remember times where I was trying to stay busy. Right. You know, there'd be times I'd be really busy. And then other days where I wouldn't be busy. And now you can kind of balance that a little bit more. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and because you're not around people constantly, you don't kind of, you know, constantly have to feel on. And it's easier for me to be like, no, or duck out of a meeting if it's a zoom thing. Um, so I totally feel you. I totally feel you on that. I think it's, I think it's smart. And I think, um, I don't know. I, I fully endorse it. I just think, uh, now is, is this more of a, a friendship thing? Is it more of a work thing or is it both? It's just with everything. Like for instance, I get really tired on Fridays because I get up early for work and like on a Friday night, yeah, you're I'm, spent by the end of the week. Yeah. I'm so tired. I hibernate on a Friday night and sleep in on a Saturday. And I got asked to do something on a Friday with a, a group of friends and acquaintances. And normally I would have gone and been exhausted and been miserable. And, you know, I feel like pandemic, it takes so much energy to socialize now, like, even with your close friends, you know, you're just like, God, we weren't used to this for so long. It's kind of hard to get up the energy to sustain like three hours of, of small talk. Right. And so I was just like, no, I'm really tired. Like, I'm just not going to go. I'm really tired. Yeah. And you know what? Everyone was so cool about it. They're like, totally understand. And I'm like, for so many years, I had it in my brain. Like, I don't want to disappoint people. I already committed. They'll think I'm lame if I bail. And everyone's like, whatever. Everything yeah. in your mind, you built, we all. You try think to think of an ourselves. excuse. You try to think of, oh, yeah. what's the thing I could think of that to not make it sound like I'm just, I just don't want to do it. But yes. again, just be like, nah, actually, you know, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm going to stay at home tonight. Like, well, I think it's like, it's like Alexa said in Chips Creek when, what's the guy's name? David was going to get his driver's license. And he was like, oh my God, the instructor is going to think I'm terrible. And she's like, no one thinks about you the way that you think that they do. Correct. No one thinks about you as much as you think they do. And that is so true. We are like, well, we don't want to disappoint. People don't care. They're like, I got my own shit going on. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. that's why I am like, I just admire people that do what they want to do. And I want to try to be more like that. So that's me in 2022. New year, new Shelly. I love it. And by the way, but I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say New Year, same Steve, because we have something very traditionally I, us and you on deck. Yeah, I've uh, I feel like I've kind of been like that, although I'm more gung ho on hanging out now because I don't get out as much. And now I'm like, yeah, let's go out. This is awesome. Like, <laughs> whereas before when I was going to work on Friday, I'm like you, like I want to be horizontal watching Netflix. Although, do you feel like 
You know how like on your phone, it'll tell you, hey, you know, if you have an iPhone, you you know, you this much seven hours of screen time this week or something like yeah. that, right? I wish there, were, there has to be an app for this. I would love to know. Actually, I probably wouldn't love to know because it would scare the shit out of me. How much time I spent horizontal. <laughs> it would be That's scary. I think that would be a, a, a very terrifying realization to be like, man, because there are a lot of times where I'm just laying down and I'm doing work. Right. Or I spend more time obviously on the couch than I, than I normally would because I have more time, I guess, downtime, not commuting and stuff like that. That would be a scary proposition. But I, I would love to know what the number is and then. And then probably I would, you know, be in my head about it. But I just, I would love to know what that number is. I think you can do that on the Apple Watch, right? Like if you're not standing up, it vi- I don't have oh, them, but I think well, it vibrates that's and a, it's like stand That's a up. good deep tease, actually, because I have something later. Actually, I think you want to do this now? You want to do Yeah, let's do it now. Okay, this so. Is, this is a great we tease. Been, we had been asked for this. I forget. I think someone sent us an email uh, to smalltalkpod.com. Check it out. And John's amazing shell talk blog. But I think someone said, I need more things that Steve hates. I just need like a list of things that Saruti hates. So here we are talking about how I'm more emboldened in 2022 to speak my truth. Steve is staying the same in 2022. So you have three things that you hate the list of three things that annoy Steve, right? Or something to them. Yeah. Well, I'll try to do this. You know, it's hard because is it, <laughs> it is. It is because there are a lot of things. But if you're like, hey, think of something in the moment, it's hard to just think of something in the moment. But so I got to start writing this shit down. So I kind of have started writing it down. And it's a great segue from what we were talking about, about the Apple Watch, because have you seen these new Apple Watch commercials that have been running? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the- like if you essentially don't have an Apple Watch, you could get lost or die. Can we calm down? <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy my show. I'm trying to enjoy <laughs> an NFL or an NBA game or a soccer game. And all of a sudden, this commercial about some guy who hit his head in the woods, and right. he's only alive because he had an Apple Watch. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Like, I heard, I saw the meme that was like, this commercial is basically get an Apple Watch or die. And <laughs> you're just like, can we relax? Yeah. For like, can we chill? I, I just don't need that energy. And I hate when people say that, but like, I don't, I, I don't need that energy when I'm just trying to sit on the couch and watch Netflix or what. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be Netflix because there's commercials. Yeah. But when I'm watching Packers Niners this weekend, like, oh man, fourth fourth quarter, big third down coming up, and I get an Apple Watch commercial basically telling me that if I don't have one of their products, I'm going to die. So that's number one. That really has annoyed me because it just throws my vibe off totally. It just totally That's a really me good one. I don't know if you feel the same way. Well, I was going to say, I always love to think about the creative process. And I just love that. Think about how many layers that had to go through, how many, how many people probably got paid to come up with the Apple content. And then a collective group of very creative and smart people were like, what if we threaten death? Yeah. Sales through the roof. <laughs> And there aren't many things you can threaten death with, but I guess that is uh, that is one of them. And listen, I'm, it's actually brilliant. It is a brilliant ad, marketing ad because we're talking about it and it, it is jaw dropping, right? It kind of yeah. makes you stop and think and go, shit, do I actually need an Apple Watch? I've ne- <laughs> I don't have one. My, my wife, Maddie, has one. Um, and she has kind of for that reason, because she goes on a lot of calls in real estate, or whatever, and just, you know, just to have like an SOS button or whatever. But it's a very good marketing campaign. I just I'm annoyed by it. That's what yes. I have to say. OK, so are we doing this in reverse order? Like, is that number three? On no, the these are no states? these okay. are no particular order. Um, but I'll leave the one I want to ask you about for last so we can talk about it. OK, the next one is this is something that's been happening to me recently. And I just do, I don't understand it. So maybe you can explain it to me. Why do people leave voicemails when I know you? I'll see your missed call. I don't need a voicemail that's, I mean, if it's longer than 10 seconds, that's absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> like, I know you could, hey, it's so-and-so, just just calling, you know, here's my number, 555, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Give me a call when you get a chance. There is no point in leaving me a voicemail. One, I see your missed call, I will call you back when I have a chance. And two, if it's really urgent, 
text me what it's about. I don't need a voicemail. And I'm kind of talking about my mom here a little bit. And my mom listens. So God bless her. She's the best. But there are other people in my life. They'll they'll leave a voicemail. And I'm like, what is the point of you wasting 30 seconds of your life leaving a voicemail? Am I wrong? Am I? We're going to do Am I the Asshole later. Am I the Asshole for thinking that? I think so because I'm a serial voicemailer. I, what do you I, talk I about show, in the voicemail? I love a voicemail. Apple, can you stop making death-threatening commercials about the watch and give us FaceTime voicemails? That's all I want. I want oh, two things in life, Oh, I don't want that at all. Steve, I want two things Isn't in life. Isn't that Snapchat? No. I want Tostitos with a hint of lime scoops. That's all I want. Give okay. me the hint of lime chip, but in scoop form. That's like That's ask. all I'm yep. asking for. I tweet them every year at the Super Bowl. This year, they came out with football-shaped hint of lime chips which is like a step in the right direction, but just give us what we need, okay? Tostitos, if you're listening, I'm adding you verbally. Anyway, really quick, number two, best, best Tostitos are the rolls, the roll-up ones. No, hint of lime all the way. Move on I'm to so the conversation. I just want to throw that out there. Go ahead. Yeah. Thank you for that contribution. <laughs> now that I've been Incredibly wrong, conversation. but thank you for the contribution. Trust me, they're the saltiest ones. They're so good. Anyway, we're good. We've digressed. Number two, I need to be able to leave a FaceTime voicemail. For instance, last night I'm out to cocktails with two of my girlfriends from high school and we were talking about our guy friend from high school and we had had a couple glasses of wine. I was like, let's FaceTime him. And so we FaceTimed him and he didn't pick up and I needed to be able to be like, look, we're all together. Shout out to us and you. Love you. Miss you. Bye. And instead he texted me, what's up? Okay. Because <laughs> he is you. He's like, why are you bothering me? But I need, I, I like wish I could a FaceTime. Shout out to Austin. We love you, Austin. But I need to leave a FaceTime voicemail. And maybe it's because I'm a child of the 90s. I'm always going to be like, hey, Steve, it's Michelle. Just checking in. Hope you're doing great. TTYL. Call me later. Nope. I leave Text a voicemail. Me. I do. I love leaving a voicemail. Your idea, your idea about FaceTime voicemails is actually really smart. They should have it. I hate it. I would never do it, but it would be great. The only thing I think of is, you know, you've, you, we've gotten a drunk text. We've gotten a drunk voicemail before. Could you imagine getting a drunk face, uh, uh, FaceTime message? I mean, that that's would the be whole point. embarrassing. That's the whole point. I want th- but you would no, have I people embarrassing the hell out of themselves. That's why I want it because I, mm. I love FaceTiming. I'm much more a FaceTimer than a texter or a caller. Um, it just feels more personal to me to see your face. And uh, like Maddie and I, your wife, we FaceTime all the time. Love FaceTime. I actually FaceTimed with you and Maddie on New Year's Eve. <laughs> there you go. We had we had an <laughs> exhilarating night of watching Harry Potter and playing Scrabble. And you actually inspired me. I'm now re-watching Harry Potter, by the way, but that's a whole other conversation. Nice. But anyway, that's the whole point, though, is that I want to be able because I put on my do not disturb notifications a lot so that I can sleep because I have terrible sleep patterns. I want to wake up and have no idea that my drunk friends were and having cocktails in New York and that they're screaming something that I can't understand at me. But I'm like, oh, look at them having so much fun. You know what I mean? I want that moment. I want to wake up in the morning and be like, I missed a good time last night. Actually, maybe that would change my stance on saying no to going out because I really like, <laughs> all the fun they're having. Here's evidence. Yeah, big time FOMO. Uh, you're 100% right, but it's just going to lead to a lot of a lot of embarrassing moments on camera. So I will I will not be part of that. I want them. I want them. Um, okay, here's my last one. Okay, go. Do you play Wordle? No, Steve. Okay, so this is how I know I'm getting old, is I feel like anything that is getting obsessively popular, I zag. I refuse to get on TikTok, as we know. I also am like- Oh, you're like, old man, get off my lawn right now. I, wow. I am Clint Eastwood, get off my lawn. I am just- Happy that you guys are all enjoying Wordle. Don't understand what your scores mean. Couldn't care less. 
I am not getting on Wordle because everyone else cares about Wordle. And you know what's going to happen, Steve? Give it five months and no one's going to talk about Wordle anymore. And then I'll be glad that I didn't waste my time. So I love Wordle. Uh, you do? Do you know what, what is it is? It? It's a game, right? It's a it's a word game. Um, and I was just telling you, I played Scrabble with, with Maddie on New Year's Eve. I like games like that, especially yeah. word games, right? Although I didn't really get into words with friends, but I like things like that. So Wordle is, you have six guesses to guess a, any random five-letter word, anyone. Everyone gets the same one word every single day. So like you and I were to play it today, we get the same word. Everyone every day gets the same word. So it's a competitive thing, whatever. Like say I guess, I usually guess T's is a word I like to guess a lot because it has a couple of vowels, T and S, which are two common words. So mm -hmm. you, you guess that, right? And it'll tell you if you got one of the one of the letters is in the word and if it's in the right spot. So basically, you use clues to be to guess what the word is over the course of six guesses, and it keeps score. The best I've ever done is I've got it in two guesses before. Um, I've guessed it every single time. Some people don't get it in the six times, which is actually kind of difficult. I feel like, um, but it's a fun game. It's stupid. It takes like five, ten minutes a day. It's like a mental break from your day that you can take, mm -hmm. and it's great. So I, I highly endorse anyone. You should play it. Um, just Google Wordle, and you'll find it. But is it an app? It's not an app. It's a website. There might be an app. Oh. I think people have tried, but the original one is a website. So just Google okay. Wordle, and you'll okay. find it. There's actually it's actually funny. They came out with a uh, with something called um, Loodle, W uh, L E W, L E W D L E. It's Wordle for like naughty words, essentially. So like boobs would be like one of them. It's stupid. So that of course we've, we've 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 gotten to that. I've said all this to say that. You don't like it, right? Because you've seen people post about it on social media, right? Yeah, right. And I also hate that. I hate it. Oh, I dude, love, even though I, you're a Wordle player. I love playing the game. I talk about it with my friends. We'll have a group chat and we'll share our scores. But sharing it on Twitter, Facebook, and even Instagram to me is a look at me. Come see how smart I am or come see how not smart I am. Some people will post when they don't get it. I'm like, that's embarrassing. You shouldn't be advertising that. They're not difficult words, Michelle. It's like it's like spell or loved or any any simple five-letter word. So if you don't get it, that's kind of a you problem. But I just, I hate the fact, the reason it gets a bad rap is because so many people keep posting these blocks and nobody knows what they mean. Right. And they're also not helpful to anyone else. I guess it theoretically can kind of help you if you're really studying what they are. But if you're doing that, you're, you're doing too much, as the kids say. I love the game but I hate that people share what their scores are because it's just such a look at me, look at me kind of thing. Um, so I do the New York Times mini crossword puzzle every day and I try to get it in a minute or less. And I thought to myself, I was like, should I just post my New York Times mini crossword time and be like, got it today in 56 seconds? Because no, literally no one cares. And that's how I feel it's about Wordle. No it's one like, cares. It's like your fantasy football team. Only you care about it. Nobody right. else cares about what your Wordle score is. I'm sorry. And I shouldn't say that because, again, my friends, but what we do it, like the four of us, it's competitive, right? We, we like to kind of keep score that way. Mm -hmm. But if you're tweeting it out to the masses, you're right. just doing this so people could be like, oh, I got it in two or three. Look at how smart I am. You know, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it at all. And I, I get that's why it's kind of caught on because it has that. It's smart by Wordle to do that, to lean into people's um, insecurities about how smart they want to perceive themselves to other people. But it gives it a bad rap and it bums me out. And people who tweet their Wordle score every day, come on, man, just play well, the game. Enjoy it. It, this, it just gets back to the fact that, Michelle, we cannot do anything today without telling someone else that we did something. You know, you can't just enjoy yeah. it personally and have it be your thing. It has to be like, oh, look at how awesome I am. Look at what I did. It's annoying. Well, you know what it is? It's like it's FOMO. If everyone's talking about Wordle, I better be posting my Wordle. You know, it's like 
the Coachella of games. Like you have to be there because everybody else is going to yeah, be there. Yeah, did you play Wordle if you didn't post Wordle? I, you know, Wait, I don't know. speaking of Coachella, can we talk about the uh, oh my god the uh, most amazing lineup for two thousands emo kids? For it's an excellent. It's What's an excellent transition. It? It's called it's called When We Were Young. When which, We Were Young. Thank you. Just music festival. Steve, I'm just going to give the ball to you and go because this is more your scene than mine. It is. But really quickly, is that a play on there has to be a play on the um, the uh, why am I blank on the name? The Killers. It has to be a play on the Killers song, right? Maybe, but they're not performing the Killers. Because right? when I typed in When We Were Young, something from Adele came up and I was like, well, I don't. Is that a song I mean, of hers? I, it is. Should I know that? also the killers but i thought it was just kind of a nod to this was our youth you know like well, this is. is people our age who were like oh man paramore we gotta go all right you well know? let me hold on let me okay yeah so that so for those that don't know but this has been everywhere there's everywhere. there was like a poster that got dropped of a new music festival in las vegas i believe in october um and it is like a who's who of emo out. music of when we were growing up. So yeah, yeah, when we were young. It is calling out to people like Michelle and I. And I'm interested to know like how big your emo phase was. I can't imagine it was super emo. But even but I wasn't even like an emo kid, but I liked a lot of these bands. So let me just read some of these to you and you tell me yes or no. Okay, go ahead. My Chemical Romance. Uh, do they do Dance Dance? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, admittedly. What? Not like, a good start. Not a I good see. Start. This may be shocking to you, but growing up, I fit into one of three buckets. Could I guess? Pop, pop princesses. Jocks, like the sports thing. Oh, no, no, no. I mean musically. So oh, we, okay, okay, okay. We went pop princesses. We went hardcore rap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give me like um, Outkast. I mean, yeah, Mike Jones, Outkast. I was very big into big timers. <laughs> like, okay. uh, who wasn't? I went, Manny I went, Fresh. Like, Shout out to Manny Marv. Marv. Like, I know our guy 100%. Marv loves Manny Fresh. Uh, Shout out to Marv. Yep. Um, I loved when Manny Fresh came to ESPN. That was one of my favorite days. He's I was like, oh my God, he used my headphones. One of the most like, underrated people in music history. Manny Birdman Fresh, also out. once used my headphones. I took a photo of it and was like, I'm never getting rid of these headphones. Birdman wore them. And then this is so random, but dad tunes, Steely Dan, Ambrosia. Yes. You know, like my parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes is such an underrated. What's the basic? What like, that one song? I, anyway, it doesn't They work. have amazing hits. Yeah. You know, what your parents are going to listen to while they're barbecuing a steak on the back deck. Mm -hmm. I liked Paramore, some of these songs and bands I know and like, but I wasn't dying my hair. Well, I neither was I. Like I wasn't dying my hair. But I, for example, uh, just to go back to what we said, My Chemical Romance, that, you are thinking of Fall Out Boy. Uh, yeah, Fall Out dance, Boy. Dance, That's dance. And they, I don't believe, are on this uh, okay. on this list. But Can My Chemical Romance. Give me one of their songs. Welcome to the Black Parade. Remember that song? that song? It was like the, you you know this it. song. You I'm know this it. song. I'm going to play it. My Chemical Romance. They have, I mean, Helena is a song oh, that nice. Maddie and I are. Well, the intro is also like nine minutes long. So you have to fast forward. <laughs> it's such an emo song. I've never heard this in my life. <laughs> Just slide it forward because the, the intro is so long. Do I hear Oh. It? I've never heard that song in my life. You've heard this. I'm telling you. No, I promise you I haven't. I've never heard it. Um. So they're great. They're black eyeliner. I think they wore white and black striped suits for some weird reason. I don't know. They were super emo. Great band. Paramore, as you mentioned. I actually Love wasn't Paramore. A, I actually wasn't a huge Paramore fan in the moment when they were actually big, but I've hit a big revival of Paramore because of Peloton. A lot of great Paramore songs on the Peloton. Misery course. business still slaps. It does. Uh, what is it? Crush, crush, crush. Obviously, yeah. great Ain't song. Ain't it fun? They've got a lot of jams. Uh, all right. I'm going to keep going. Dashboard okay. Confessional. 
Okay, so yes, I know them. Give give me a song. Do you, I know? What do you mean? Give me a song. <laughs> well, see, half of these bands, I'm like, is that Dashboard Confessional or is that Panic at the Disco? Like, well, Dashboard and, and and Panic at Disco are two completely different vibes. I mean, Panic at the Disco right. is like upbeat emo. Dashboard is like depressed lover uh, music. It's I great. By the way, uh, Chalk went up to Connecticut. Lead singer of Dashboard is from Simsbury, Connecticut. No big deal. Shout out. Um. Uh, no, Dashboard is hands down vindicated the song from the Spider-Man soundtrack with, you know, Toby Maguire all those years ago. Uh, uh, what is the other song? Your Hair is Everywhere. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, they have a lot of great songs. Maddie and I were actually supposed to see Dashboard last year, but it got canceled for, because of COVID. Super, super, super sad uh, scene there. All right, we'll move on. Taking Back Sunday, right? You know Taking Back Sunday. I've heard no? of them, but I don't know any of their all songs. Right. They're not as popular, but okay, I'll give it to you. The Used. Thoughts on The Used? You ever heard of them? I've heard of them, but don't okay. know them. All American Rejects. Now they're a little more poppy. You you definitely know them. Oh, they're I hope I hope I give you hell, right? Gives you hell. Um, great song. Swing Swing, which is actually swing, a swing. great song. I know uh, those guys. That's okay. a great song. Okay. Yeah. Um what else? Avril Lavigne is on this playlist. Uh, okay, on, this, on this for this music festival. Not not the biggest Avril fan, but I respect hey. her. I got down with some skater boy back in the day. It's a great song. It's it's one of those that's going to be stuck in your head for like three days if you hear it, uh, which is probably why I don't love it. But you can't knock the hustle. It's a great song. Um, Bright Eyes is another one. It's like a big time emo band. Jimmy Eat World. You know Jimmy Eat World. Uh, the middle, right? Yup. It just Good song. Yep, for sure. Good song. I encourage everyone to go look at this. But so you are way less into the emo scene than I thought. I mean, I knew you weren't an emo kid. Um, but I wasn't an emo kid growing up either, but I still listen to the music. So I'm surprised that you don't know any of these bands. If you were like, hey, it's going to be Genuine and Usher and, uh, <laughs> I oh, mean, well. what are some, yeah. <laughs> that's when young Michelle would be like, oh my God, Confessions Part 2. Uh, well, in your yeah. defense, that is great. Um, I know, Burn, yeah. Usher, you got to be kidding me. So you will not be going with me in October to Las Vegas for this concert. I mean, I'll go. I'll totally go. I can listen beforehand and get up to speed. I think it's a great idea, though, because it taps and it's such a, like a niche of people of a certain age and a certain genre. And I just love seeing so many of my friends that were very into the emo scene in the 2000s get so hyped Lose about their minds. This. this is a festival or a show for you for like this one specific type of person, which I think is very cool. Yeah. And they're just playing. You're right. They're playing on our nostalgia, but also... It makes me a little worried, though. Like, who's running this? Like, I saw a few people be like, oh, is Ja Rule in charge of this? Which obviously is the, the Firefest joke. You know, yeah. I don't know. It's in Vegas. I want to go, but I don't know. I feel like I've got to go with a group of people who are also as into it as I am. So yeah, totally. I guess we'll, we'll cross you off that list, Michelle. You're not, yeah, ready. You're not ready. You know what? I'll go to Vegas with you and you go to the show and I'll go see Adele if she's there. You'll go see Celine or yeah, whoever. I've Wait, and Britney's not there anymore, right? No, Britney's living her free life. Actually, Speaking like, of... Well, her sister, poor Britney. Yeah, did you Here watch she that? is. I did, did watch what? The Jamie Lynn thing. I just I saw the preview, but I didn't watch it. Where was she? She, she apparently got sit down with somebody, ABC, um, which I'm like, why is ABC doing a sit down with Jamie Lynn? I refuse to give Jamie Lynn Spears one ounce of oh, my why? energy. Is she like You're, an energy? Is she like a like a She's profiting person? off her sister and spinning all of these crazy lies about Oh, are they Britney not close? No, Britney has cut her off. Britney has sent her a cease and desist because Jamie Lynn wrote a book about Britney and the conservatorship and her mental oh. health. 
and is apparently saying all this stuff that's not true. People are like, you had a huge role in the conservatorship. In her dad, with her dad's thing. Yeah, okay. like you profited wow. off Britney being essentially locked up. And now you're going to write a book with falsehoods in it and do a sickening promo tour. And oh, so I Britney don't like sent that. her okay, I didn't a know cease that. and desist. Yeah, Britney's like, get out of my life. And so I refuse to give Jamie Lynn one click. I will not watch anything. I refuse to give her any of my energy. Well, that's pretty much how I felt when um, Team Brittany. when uh, Meghan Markle and Harry did their thing with Oprah. So I guess I understand. I understand. I understand your lack of enthusiasm for that. So. All right. So we'll move on. Let's do the am I the asshole thing. But okay. we'll, we'll, we put a bow on the on the concert. I guess I'll have to find somebody else to go with. Um, but if you go, I want a full pod breakdown. Sure. That's fine. I'll do it. A lot of those bands, by the way, I mentioned they have found second life in my music playlist because of Peloton. Some of did the you, best Peloton playlists are emo songs. Can you make an emo playlist and we can tweet it out or yes. share it on Instagram? Because yes. I would like to listen to it. And I think a lot of other people would too. Absolutely. Okay. So we haven't done this in a while. Well, we also haven't done a podcast period in a while. So. Apologies, but we're back. <laughs> we're back. So we love the Am I the Asshole Reddit thread. I, you know, the Twitter account is uh, where I get a lot of this as well. So Steve and I like to go through these. Sometimes we send them to one another to determine who is the asshole. So we have, I think, four of them today. So let's run through a few. Okay. Some of these are long. So you have to That's stick right. with me. All right. This one. I, I sent them to you in incorrect order. I sent you five photos. Oh, yeah, I was like kind of confused by that, but I really Sorry. That's fine. Okay. We do our prep here. Don't worry. Okay, here we go. Yeah, we do. We prep. Here's the first one. Am I the asshole for demanding the same Christmas present my stepbrother got? I sound like a real asshole, but I've completely lost my mind over this. I'm 17. My stepbrother is 17. We both have our driver's license. I just found out five days ago that my dad and stepmom bought a used car for my stepbrother. They got me a $600 gift card to Best Buy. I know $600 is a lot of money, but what the f am I crazy or is this super unfair? It's literally the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm actually so pissed off that I moved to my mom's house full time. My dad seems to be genuinely sorry and told me he's looking for a car now, but it's going to take a while. I messaged him back saying that I'll decide if I want to see him after he decides to be fair for once. Whoa. I've ignored all other calls and messages from him since my stepbrother messaged me saying that I need to chill and that he's going to let me use his car. He also said that I need to stop bitching and ruining everyone's Christmas. <laughs> I, I told Grace, him you to, ruined Christmas again, again, I told him to get in a civic and fuck off. Am I the asshole? <laughs> okay. This is a great one. I feel like I need to know what kind of car. So you got a $600 gift card to Best Buy is well, the car. A civic. He said a Civic. A used but like civic. what year? I mean, Civics last, like Hondas last for like decades. So it could be like a 1985 Civic. So was the car that your brother, your stepbrother got of equal or more value than your $600 Best Buy gift card? If it was, if say the car was worth a grand or a couple grand, or maybe it's a decently new Civic, then yeah, you should be fucking furious. Because what are you gonna do with a Best Buy gift card? I mean, you can give it to me, I'll buy an Xbox. But I don't know what the hell you're gonna do at Best Buy. That's the equivalent of getting a car now. Right. There's got to be something, unless you are just a shitty child, which this very well may be possible. Maybe they just don't like you because this is obviously a shitty thing to do to give your stepbrother a car, not you. But maybe they did that because they don't like you as a kid as much as they like the stepkid and he's nicer. So they, so he got a car and you got the, you know, the shitty gift card. So I would say I need a little bit more information. You're not an asshole in the vacuum for being mad about this, but it sounds like there are some other factors involved here. 
Yeah. The first thing I thought was, does your stepbrother have a job or something where he needs a vehicle more than you do? Or does your mom drive you around because you're 17 and his mom has to work or something? I didn't know if there were some background circumstances that required the stepbrother to be in more need of the vehicle. But I have to say, Steve, I would just kind of assume that this would be kind of like a you get five marshmallows, you get five marshmallow situation. If they're the same exact age, I would yeah. kind of expect my dad to give me a heads up and say, I know that you want a car, but Reggie really needs one. And we're going to get him the car because of his job or circumstance. We're still going to hook you up 600 bucks to Best Buy. And if you want a car or something, I can give you money for Like I would just expect there to be more of a conversation from my parent. Here's the thing. They could have bought a car. I mean, it's not a nice car, but they could have bought a car for 600 bucks, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like there's something else at play here, Michelle. I I feel like they're either like taking some sort of your previous behavior out on you or you're right. I think you saying that like maybe he had a need for the car more than she yeah. did. It makes sense. But again, if she really wanted a car, they could have bought her a car for 600 bucks. I need more information to really make a full judgment on this. If just judging by everything that she said, she is not an asshole for thinking she should get the same gift because that is unfair. Like imagine if you're two brothers and one of you got an Xbox and the other one didn't. That would be that'd be a bummer. Like if you bought me, you know, I, I would I would be angry with that. But there has to be something else we're missing. I also do not think that the person is the asshole because I think it's really funny to say to the stepbrother, get in your civic and F get, off. Like that's that actually is, a pretty amazing that, line. That pretty and great. so you're not an asshole in my mind if you're funny. That is true. That is true. Okay, right, let's start. go to the next one. This is my personal favorite. Am I the asshole for thinking of leaving my boyfriend because of Danny DeVito? <laughs> okay. 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 My 31. Okay, so this writer is 31 and a female. The boyfriend right. is 33 and a male. So full ass adult. Okay. My boyfriend really likes Danny DeVito. We have been together now for six years and he's always liked him. Even when we first got together, he had a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito. He got a few years before we were even together. It's never bothered me until he started working at home because of COVID. And it didn't even bother me, really. It bothered one of his colleagues. He has a well-paid job. He's thought of very highly at his workplace. And he's been told by his boss when he retires next year that he's going to be recommending my boyfriend for the job. He's been there 12 years. This will be a huge advancement for him, and he really deserves it. Now for the strange part. Due to him working at home, he's been doing a lot of video calls and Zooms, and his boss's boss really does not like the Danny DeVito cardboard mm. cutout. He asked him to remove it during a meeting, and he did, and the meeting carried on. The week after that, in another meeting, the cardboard cutout was back in its usual spot. After the meeting, the boss asked my husband to hang on and blew up at him over the cardboard cutout being back. He snapped back that he's unable to tell him how to decorate his house, and unless he formally puts it in writing, he won't be removing it. I tried to speak with him calmly that maybe he could just move it, but he won't have any of it. He even went as far as to buy an oil painting of Danny DeVito and hang it right behind himself and oh, got a couple so more card cardboard cutouts. The boss has pretty much had it at this point and says he can't fire him, but his career is dead. So he's decided to find a new job without consulting me. He's going to be ready to leave his job in January after serving his notice. I tried again to speak calmly with him. He blew me off and said he isn't staying at a company who values the decoration of his room over the quality of his work. At this point, I absolutely blew up at him and called him out for how childish he's actually being. I'm honestly not sure who he is anymore because of this, and I'm genuinely thinking of leaving him. We haven't spoken in a couple of days. 
And honestly, an argument that we have had has never lasted this long. I might be an asshole because maybe I should have taken his side, but am I the asshole? You want to take a stab at this one first? So this one's is this really real? Is my first is my first yeah. like, Is this even real? Like, who has a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito? Like Danny DeVito, love your work. Well, who loves Danny DeVito and nice. have a cardboard cutout? It's not like Michael Jordan. Okay, we don't need yeah. Eric Jordan up in here. But part of me understands the boyfriend's point because we're stuck at home. You're not supposed to be invited into my home space. Yeah, it's kindly fuck to, off about. Yeah, what it's is supposed to be room. separate from work, right? Because it's not like of, it's it's not like it's a nudity or or something yeah. obscene. It's just it's Danny DeVito. Like it's like I have the Lena Messi FIFA thing in the background. Yeah, is it the most professional right. thing in the world? No, but let me live my life. Right, and because of a global pandemic and unforeseen circumstances, I was forced to invite you into my home and. I just don't think that we should be room raider to our coworkers, you know? Great reference. Yep. Right. But also I kind of feel like if you've been at a company for 12 years, you're about to become the boss and get a massive promotion. Just scoot the Danny DeVito over. Put Danny in your bedroom. I mean, that might be kind of weird having Danny there when you wake up things. or like yeah, uh... hang out. But like put Danny DeVito in the kitchen. How funny is that if you go to get a, pull out the jug of milk to make a bowl of cereal and there's Danny DeVito. So I kind of see the woman's point here because they're together and his advancement in his career impacts them both financially. And it seems really silly to give up a promotion because of a Danny DeVito cardboard cutout. But I also see his side where it's like, who are you to judge my decorating? everything you said is is correct um he the decor of his living environment should not be dictated by work as right. long as it's within reason but he's dying on the hill that is danny devito i'm sorry there oh. really is no there really is no celebrity who's cut out that i'm gonna have in my house that i would lose my career over or a promotion over or potentially my relationship over okay i'm correct. sorry and you know you you and i you know you know i'm a big jake gyllenhaal guy right i love gyllenhaal sorry to the taylor swifties out there we all know this is true i love gyllenhaal if i had a gyllenhaal poster well first off let me ask you this if is it because it's danny devito and he's a weird looking guy is that part of it? If this guy had a Hall poster in the background, would the, would the boss be as mad? I think probably not, but it would still be kind of weird. Well, I can understand the boss saying it's distracting. I'm trying to talk to you and I can't mm -hmm. stop staring at Danny DeVito. This is supposed to be a working environment and yeah. there's Danny DeVito all the time. Yeah, his personality um, shouldn't be Danny. It sounds like this guy's personality is being the Danny DeVito guy. And that's not, yeah. again, not a good thing to right. be. Not a good thing you want to be. Not your lane. <laughs> There is no one that I am fanatical enough about as a as a whole ass adult to have a cardboard cutout in my house. OK, yeah. I'm also not an adult that goes to Disney, though. People are different. People like different things. So who am I to judge his affinity for Danny DeVito? Amazing body of work. Incredible range. Hilarious guy. If Danny yeah, it's DeVito, always sunny. Twins. Jam, he was the penguin in a couple of those Batman movies. He's been everywhere. I mean, are we going to ignore Matilda? Incredible. Oh, I forgot he was in Matilda. Yeah, Matilda. Great call. Matilda. I mean, seen in a while. shout out to Danny DeVito. But I don't think I'm going to lose my job over a cardboard cutout. Even though and, the principal, I do understand. And ultimately, this is why she is not the asshole. Because, as you mentioned at the very beginning, he is a grown-ass adult. Mm -hmm. And... Unless he's going to find a job. Listen, if he quits his job and he is able to find a, a an equal or better job to his, then more power to him. Maybe he, just, maybe he knows what he's talking about and it's fine. Um, but if he 
is going to go out to the workplace and try to find a job and it's going to struggle or he's not going to be able to find as good of a job or not going to be able to get the promotion that he wanted to get. Uh, she's not the asshole. She should hold him accountable. Like, dude, you, I get it. I've first off, she lives in the house with him with the Danny DeVito stuff. So she, clearly, she's super fucking cool, and she's very lenient with your Danny DeVito love fest. But you can only like that line doesn't go all the way. Like at some point, Danny DeVito cannot be impacting your finances, your future as a couple. <laughs> and the second that that happens, you have to be like, listen, man. Like I've been supportive as fuck, but get rid of the Danny DeVito shit. So. Unless this guy has it all figured out and he has another job or position lined up and you guys are going to be better off for it, okay. I would highly doubt that that is the case. So, no, she is not the asshole. Also, can you imagine if he leaves this job and you have to fill out your resume or, and apply for a new job? And like, well, what happened at your old position? You were there for 12 years. And they're like, he's like, they didn't like my Danny DeVito artwork. If I was the hiring person, I'd be like, what? And then imagine the, the wife having to tell her friends, her family, he loved his job because of Danny DeVito. It's yeah. just, as we talk it out, you can understand the rationale. On the surface, everyone is going to think you're nuts. They're going to yeah. be like, you gave up your career in a, bit, a hey big guy. time pay raise because of Danny freaking DeVito. Hey guy, what has Danny DeVito done for you? Other than bringing He's made some great laughs. movies, but like, right. he's not paying your bills, man. <laughs> like he's, yeah. not, he's not getting you married. He's not you know, putting you in a stable relationship. All right. we, we need to know the boundaries of Danny DeVito. That's something that would be funny in a dorm room when you're like 18. But, totally. you know, that's like the guy, at some point you grow out of putting all the IPA bottles on your shelf, you know, as an adult male. You got to grow you out of the Danny DeVito. So. You got to grow out so. of the Danny DeVito phase of your life. Come on. You you hope at some point the beer bottles come down. In college, that's fun. How many beers can I drink? Yeah, like, like we'll put I the Duber bottles up on there and be like, look at us. We're so hard. We're so cool. Like we're awesome. We're edgy. No, but that's the whole point, though. When you're young, it's fun to brag about how much you drank. When you're an adult, people are like, Steve, are you an alcoholic? Yeah. Like, hey, man, like that's when the questions come out about your, <laughs> you know, it takes a completely different shape. It's like, I'm concerned for your well-being. Yeah. So. Which is all reasonable. And then throw in that it's not alcohol. It's Danny DeVito. OK. Yeah. I think that we're on her side. Here. Correct. OK. Next one. We have two more. Am I the asshole for yelling at my mom that I hate Harry Potter and to let oh. me, in all caps, live my own life, okay? So as the title suggests, my mom is a huge Harry Potter nut. She and my dad actually met at a Harry Potter online conference, essentially. Oh, it's, a, it's like Discord, but for old people. Like PotterCon? Kind of, but it's digitally. But, yeah. It says it's like Discord, but for old people. So I imagine it's like a, a Harry Potter chat room, Yeah. okay? Oh, boy. And it says, they met in the early 2000s in the Harry Potter IRC, and had kids and from day one decided to embarrass us for life by naming us after some Harry Potter and Star Wars characters. Oh no, okay? what are their names? I need to, it doesn't say, does it? It doesn't say, I tried <sighs> to find out. It's honestly been hell. I have a stupid name and since we were little, my parents have four stuff like Harry Potter, Star Wars, Mar Marvel movies, etc., down our throats. Everything is about dragons and magic and blah, blah, blah. I'm sick of it. Every birthday, every holiday, everything is just or organized around fandom. So every Christmas and the days leading up to Christmas, we have to sit down every night and watch Harry Potter movies. It's so fucking boring. I can usually get away with knitting or drawing on my iPad during this stretch. But this year, my mom was like, let's just have a technology and distraction free night every night. I arranged to go over to my friend Missy's house instead for like two nights. Missy's family is normal and likes things a normal amount. My mom got really mad and started talking about how it's a family tradition and how I'm basically rejecting her and went on the whole thing about how you wouldn't exist if it weren't for Harry Potter. 
I finally had it and just yelled, nobody cares that you were a big name in the Harry Potter fan club. I don't like Harry Potter. I don't like Star Wars. I hate Marvel movies. They're all boring. Please just let me have my own interests. I couldn't help it. I started crying because I was so frustrated about everything. And it always has to be about Harry Potter. And we're all older. And now they started trying to do this again with Game of Thrones. Everything is centered around some kind of movie, TV show, or book series. Just once I want my family to band around something that doesn't have to do with media or nerdy things. We live in Utah where we have like five national parks. And even though I asked every year for my birthday, I've never even been to the arches. My sister called me saying that my mom was angry and to just come home and stop with the theatrics. I told her that I'm sick of having all of this old nerd stuff crammed down my throat. And just once I want to have a normal time watching normal Christmas movies and not having to pause for lightsaber battles. Am I the asshole? You're not the asshole. So my take would be to some extent, you have to just like what your parents like. I think, you know, if your parents are into certain kind of music, they're into, you know. Yes. Yeah. Like Steely even Dan. if you don't love it, for example, Queen. It took me a long time, I think, to appreciate my parents' music, but they didn't also force that down my throat. There weren't traditions built around it. So your parents are just taking this to an extreme. Um, I think you have really no options, though. Like, they're not going to stop liking Harry Potter. Like, I think it's actually ridiculous that they would name you. Like, I hope her name's not Hermione. You know, I, I, I really hope. I hope his yeah. name's not Boba Fett or something. I don't know, from Star Wars. Like, Boba I just, Fett. That is just absurd. And you shouldn't do that to your kids. That's almost like a form of child abuse in some way, you know? Um, but they think it's sick. They're like, we named you Hermione after one of yeah, the biggest characters like, of all time. Like, they think know, they're doing their kid a solid. It's one thing, like, I named my dog Mumford, right? But I would never name, like, child Mumford. Or, like, you should never name your daughter Khaleesi, you know? like well, People I just, name their kids Marley after Bob Marley. Oh, that's different though, because Marley's an actual name. You it's know? a la it's a last name after like a one singer, of my like Mike. It's only a real name because of Bob Marley. No, Marley's a name, not because it wasn't of Bob a name Marley. before Bob Marley. Oh, no I, way. I, mean, I would, I would, I don't know that for certain, but Michelle, I'd have to think Marley was a name before Bob Marley. No. Anyway, anyway, for example, one of my cousins' name is Dylan because his father, my uncle, is a big Bob Dylan fan. I don't think that's a big deal. Dylan's a normal name. You named him Dylan, but to name someone. If his name was like Harry Potter last name, then that's 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 fucking lame, and that's that kind of fucks the kid's life up. You don't want to name Harry the kid Ron, Ron Weasley Saruti would not be like a cool thing to go through high school with, okay? Um, Wait, Ron Weasley Saruti, I'm crying. That's like I always joke with Maddie that I was gonna name my kid LeBron. I'm not going to obviously, but like LeBron James Saruti would be just a hilarious name. But you can't actually name your kid LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, so I I sympathize with this person. I think she's right. You know, and she's also a kid, so like she's not fully rational and able to process this stuff. She just wants to be a kid and like what she likes and not have stuff forced down her throat. So uh, she's not the asshole, but I don't have a solution for this person. Like, I think you just kind of have to ride it out to your 18 and move out of the house as soon as you can. Well, I kind of commend this person for standing up to the parents and being like, this is ridiculous. I want to watch a Christmas movie and I don't want to have a lightsaber battle. And at some point, your parents are going to have to understand that you're maturing and you're becoming They're into not your own understand. person. They're not going and to. They, they, they can't already. force you to do these things anymore once you become an adult. Like You're going to have to have a sit down with your parents and be like, listen, respect your choices in being a Harry Potter fanatic. Respect my choices and loving my chemical romance or whatever, bringing it back full circle. Mm. I'm going to be a believer. You can be a Harry. What are they called? Potterheads. You can be a Potterhead and yeah. I'm going to be a believer. Just how families have people who have different political views and they can coexist. We can have different views on entertainment and we can coexist naturally. I'm going to go to my room and I'm going to watch, you know, whatever. 
and I'm going to watch It's a Wonderful Life. And then you can watch Harry Potter and The Prisoner of Azkaban. That's what's going to happen. You're 100% correct. You know, and I like to think, you know, I have some nerdy tendencies. I'm a, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. Uh, a mini, mini trailer drop. Not even a trailer, but like a teaser drop for the new Amazon Lord of the Rings show coming out later this year. Pretty excited about that. Um, nice. But I, again, I wouldn't force my children to watch it. I, it's, it's like sports, too. Like, I've, I actually was recently talking about this. I will not be forcing my fandom on any of my children any mm-hmm. of them mostly because all the teams i root for mostly suck uh and i don't want my kids to be fucking miserable hey shout out to the 49ers though steve they look good yeah no i know i'm mostly talking about my soccer teams and the magic um for example like i wouldn't wish being an everton fan on my worst enemy um so let alone i'm not gonna make my kid i hope my kid chooses some super rich club and he has an awesome fandom life but i'm a very big person and again this is again two non-parents talking about parenting here but yeah, right. i am a big not pushing things on your kids let them figure out so i work with this guy uh, named jason goff who i think you know a little bit uh, from chicago right great dude yeah i work with him at the ringer he hosts a chicago show called the full go awesome check it out he has a son jace and i, I was talking with him about it and i was like hey you know is he into sports Do you, are you guys playing anything blah, blah blah he's like he's like no he's not you know he likes music um he's super smart he likes school i'm not forcing any of that stuff on him and i was like that's dude, cool. that's, that's fucking awesome because awesome. you should, I just, you should let your kids figure out what they like. I'm not, I don't, we don't really know if they're like, hey, you have to like Harry Potter. It's part of their family and day-to-day life because their parents love it. I don't know if they're like, you have to be a Harry Potter fan. You have to do this. But I don't know. I just think that's a bad parenting technique. Let your kid like what they like. Find out what, what interests them or else they're going to, they're going to kind of resent you for yeah. all the things that you like and you want to be able to enjoy those things with your kids so I, I i'm not trying to do like a parenting corner thing again from a guy who has no kids but it just kind of bums me out so not the asshole but i don't think this is going to be solved by anything you say they are their their feet are in the sand they're not moving and they think you're the one who's being you know obviously unreasonable totally understand what you're saying i also feel like if you name your kid after a musician or an actor or an athlete or something that you're a fan of, you're forcing, you're forcing their identity for the rest of their life. Like if your cousin is like, I actually think Bob Dylan sucks, but I'm named after but Michelle, him. Like, that's unfair to do to your kid. Then, no, 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 if no, I'm no. just following down this same rabbit hole, there's a different that those are actual names. Okay, if you name someone Jordan, if I name my kid Jordan Srudi after Michael Jordan, right. nobody knows that you're named after Michael Jordan. You know? No, that's a great point. Totally. So, 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 just an awesome name. But if your name is fucking Hermione, and I'm not saying that is her name, but if it is Anakin, <laughs> people are going to know what that's from, okay? And Right, like if you're that is, Boba, Boba Fett Saruti, that is, Chewbacca. And if you did that, I mean, you should have your kids taken away from you. But I like to play, like, name your kid Jabba the Hutt. Um, but there's a very big difference between naming someone after someone with an actual normal name and naming someone after a character who... You can't name someone Khaleesi. You can't. Can't right. do it. Can't do I'm it. I'm not going to be Draco Malfoy Smallman. It's be- not going to happen. It, yeah. By the way, did you watch the Harry Potter special? No. So after I talking to you it. and Maddie on New Year's Eve, I am now working my way slowly back through all the movies because I want to rewatch them all and then watch the special. Okay. Maybe we'll, once you're done with that, maybe we'll do a recap because it was very good, but there were a couple things in there that I, that I, that I found kind of interesting. But yeah, um, I don't know. They put a bow on this. Huge bummer. <laughs> I don't, I don't th- it's just well, there's no there's no right answer here. Well, I'm going to bring it full circle to what I talked about my my 2022 goal being. You need to set your boundaries. You need to set your boundaries. And maybe 
you blowing up and yelling at your mom isn't the best approach, but you need to sit down and say, these are my boundaries. I do not want to participate in Harry Potter Christmas anymore. I'm throwing away my lightsaber and giving it to charity to some kid that will really enjoy it. And I'm going to ask you to not force me to do these things anymore that I'm not interested in. Mm -hmm. The end. Period. As the kids say. Okay, last one, Steve. And we've done this on the pod before. And one of our favorite loyal listeners actually reached out to you with a real life scenario. I guess all these are real life scenarios, but a a Shelly scenario asking if he was the asshole. So I randomly met this girl at a coffee shop one day. We got to talking and actually we ended up hanging out at the shop for four hours and had a great time. Soon after we started talking and we went on a first date. Side note, her aunt ended up dying on the date, which made for some weird vibes later on. Anyway, we persevered through and we made the most of it. On our second date, we went to an antique bookstore because she loves old books. She got two books that cost $30 but it was cash only. And I offered to buy them for her because I had cash on me. She said she'd Venmo me. We get the books. And then we're walking to the car. She asked me how much she owes me without really thinking. I said $30. Then she got mad at me and she wouldn't let me forget it for the rest of the night. Mind you, we had just got lunch with that, which I paid for. And it's our second date. So am I the asshole for not wanting to buy her $30 worth of gifts on a second date? Huh? All right. I'm confused. She she asked you what she owed you and then got mad when you gave her an answer. That's, yeah, is that, am like, I reading this correctly? Yes. I feel like this is a no brainer. She said she would Venmo you and that should be the end of discussion. If she offered, why wouldn't you tell her how much she owed you? I feel like you'd know if they were joking or not, but are you sure she wasn't just giving you shit in a flirty way? Right. And I, I think I know the answer to this because you wouldn't probably be, you know, asking for our advice if it was somewhat flirty. Um, mm-hmm. but that would be my question is, was she like, oh, you know, uh, all right, I'll give you that 30 day. You know, I don't know, some, some people are bad at flirting. You never know. I'm terrible at flirting. It is what it is. I probably would do this. Why don't I pay for it and make out? <laughs> yeah. Or be like, oh, I can't believe you that, you know, I don't know. I could see this so being some sort of like weird flirtation situation. Right, so right. Are, are we sure it wasn't that? I think the answer is yes, but I just want to clarify. I hope this person writes us back and clarifies some of these things. Cause I think I don't, I don't get it. Cause straightforward, as you said, the story you are not the asshole. You shouldn't have no. to pay $30 for books that she wanted and then have her get mad at you when she asked you how much she owed you. So right. I just think we need more clarity here overall. It's nice that you paid for you know the first date of the food situation and the drink situation. But I think beyond that, you don't really owe her anything, especially on a second date. I was just going to say, it's a second date. You barely know this girl. Why would you be expected to buy her gifts? And, and my whole point is, if she offered to Venmo you, it's not like unprompted several times you were like where's my money where's my money where's my money she asked you you responded what if it was this i'm just thinking out loud here different scenarios what if at the time of payment it was like oh all right 30 hours here's 30 bucks and then she was like oh yeah just let me know how much i owe you at the bookstore and then a couple days later he hits her up and goes oh yeah hey by the way it was 30 bucks would that be cause for her being like hey that's kind of that's kind of you know sketchy no because she offered yeah, you're right. But I could see that being a little bit more weird if out of nowhere he was like, oh, by the way, could you give me that 30 bucks? True. I mean, it's not like 30 bucks is an insignificant amount of money, but it's not like $300. No, you know what I mean? but, like, but, I, but, but from her perspective, maybe she would get upset because you're like, all right, just 30 bucks. Like, calm down. Yeah, relax. You know what I mean? Even though, even though I think she is wrong, I could see why she would perceive it the other way. So maybe that's what happened. And that would make a lot more sense. 
I also think everything in life is about tone and delivery. And maybe she felt like it was aggressive. I don't know. I doubt it because this listener is not like that. But I just, I feel like unless we're missing a huge component of the story, this is such a no brainer. He's not the asshole. Yeah. Fill us in, fill in the gaps here of what we're missing. But as presently constituted, the story that you just told, you are not the asshole at all. Yeah. Uh, Steve, should we get to a review? Yeah, let's do it. It's been a while. It has. Okay, is it like, so where the fuck uh, have you guys been? A hundred percent. Yes, this is the review. This is from Why Won't Age. Title has small talk ended? Question mark five stars. Review, Steve. I hope not. <laughs> okay, thank you. That makes us feel better. I mean, the the shortest and sweetest. I hope not. Yeah. Why won't age? It has not ended, and not only are we back, but I'm actually going to see Steve in person. What up? in two weeks and we are going to do an in-person taping of small talk i don't know how that's going to work by the way we need to talk logistics because you only have one microphone i don't know how we're going to do this but we will be in the same room which we haven't been in like two years you need to borrow an xlr mic and cable from the uh st louis station because i could hook it up that way but otherwise i don't know we have to figure out. i don't know if i'm going to bring that with me on an international trip oh it's not like it's that you could leave it here and then I'll ship it back. Who knows? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Because uh, I have one. I can bring it. Uh, well, I'll text you. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But I can't wait to see you. How crazy is that that I haven't seen you in years? Does the last time I saw you, Chicago? No. I th- Well, what was first when I saw you after the John Mayer concert in New York City or Chicago? I think it was the John Mayer concert. Was And that was, was only like two hours. I was in the city. Steve and Maddie had gone to yeah. John Mayer and we met for a drink afterwards. And yeah. Steve was on a level 20 after oh. seeing his boy. I just he got had a the t-shirt. Merch. Yeah, <laughs> I just got it. We had, Maddie had a sweatshirt. We're ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. We closed down the bar. It was so fun. That was so, a cool spot too. I think my sister yeah. told me about that. I, I don't know. Yeah, she was the name, there. But that's right. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, really I forgot fun. what the name was, but I had this really cool smoky drink. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so I'm going to New York before I go on a big trip. I'm going to be in the city for five days. And I was like, you know, I need to go to Connecticut. I haven't been there in a minute. I miss Steve. I miss Maddie. I miss our friend Elizabeth. There's a lot of people in Connecticut that I need to holler at. So I'm just going to take the train in and we're going to hang out. It's going to be so fun. I cannot wait. And <laughs> who else are we hanging out? We have, should we call it Bub? We got to call up some other people maybe. Oh see my who's gosh. around. Yes. So I meant to ask you that. We need to get the squad to get our favorite restaurant though. I think I'm coming in on a Monday night and our favorite restaurant is closed it's on closed. Monday. Yeah. I thought about yeah. calling them up and being like, can you make one exception? Because I have waited years to come give, here. Give me that fried chicken taco on an off day. Oh yeah. my God. I know. Yeah. And I would stay Tuesday, but I have to be back in the city Tuesday because I have to take a COVID test because I have to test negative to get on the plane to get out of the country. So that's kind of a non-negotiable. Yeah. All right. We'll figure it out. But no, super excited to see you. I know this will be funny. At some point, we will be making it out to St. Louis. I know we keep saying this. Sure. Yeah, sure. I'm not going to make it. No, seriously. I've actually talked about it with my buddy who was from Chicago. We're like, yeah, we'll just meet out there, do a St. Louis sort of weekend thing, hang out. I don't know. Maybe we'll go to a ball game. Well, you know what? I will be there for a St. Louis City FC game. I, I will. I will be oh. there at some point. Now, that's 2023, but I'd like to be there beforehand. But, you know, we'll see what we get. I will get there. I promise. I won't just make you come to Connecticut because I know you hate it so much. I don't hate Connecticut. I did not give Connecticut the credit it deserved. But where we were, there's just nothing to do. There's nothing to do. and Not awesome this time of year, I'll be honest. (laughs) It's really cold. And when you first move there and you don't have friends and there's not a lot to do, you get kind of isolated. So instead of being bummed out and isolated, I went to the city every weekend. But by the time I left Connecticut, there are beautiful parts of Connecticut. I mean... I'm not mad at the lobster roll. I'm not mad at the at the shore. I'm not mad at the people. I'm just mad that where we were, there was not a lot to do. 
Yeah, well, you, as we talked about many times, you got very bad advice, but neither here nor there. Excited to, excited well, for you to hang out at the humble abode, yes. hang out with the dogs, hang out at the place. I think you'll be here when I'm doing a Rosillo taping too, which so that, that might be kind of funny. Um, oh my God, I have to pop in and I want to say hi to Ryan and I want to meet Kyle because I'm a big Oh Kyle yeah, fan. that's right, that's right. I Michelle never get to listen Kyle to fan. the pod. I never <laughs> get to listen to the pod. It's so annoying because I'm always like, I need to listen to the pod. But sometimes I'll have 20 minutes to kill or whatever and I'll be like, let me just skip pop through life advice, advice yeah. and see what they're working and Kyle I texted Ryan this Kyle I forget what the situation was obviously some sort of relationship drama oh it was about somebody gaining weight I think and the guy saying I don't like you because you gain or whatever wait that but was a very recent one did you oh then it was not that okay because I haven't listened recently but it was Kyle brought up Johnny Sack and Jenny Sack correct and was basically like that's how you need Goals. to ride or die for your person because mm-hmm. Johnny Sack rode hard for Ginny, did not care what she looked like, was like, I think you're beautiful no matter what, never cheated on her, did not have a gumar like everyone else. And she was like making Johnny Sack's lunches, riding with him through prison. And I texted Brian and I was like, that is the best example that Kyle could have ever given. I stand for Kyle. And I would just like to pop on and be like, thank you for making me laugh all the time. I appreciate it. Yeah, he's a, he's a one-liner machine. So He's I'll, amazing. I'll yeah, I will leave it. I'll have to catch up on life advice before I'm there so that I can, you know, give Download them for the plane. That's what that's Yes, what you good idea. There. there you go. Well, that concludes our first Small Talk episode for 2022. Steve and I will be back in a couple weeks in person together. But until then, shout out Danny DeVito. Where are my Ravenclaws at? <laughs> Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app. 